From the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb. And I'm Hilary Emmer. We can't wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. Welcome, school counselors. We're so glad to have you tune in this week, and we get to hear from another uh, fabulous sponsor for our conference. I think by the time this one plays, we will have had conference. So hopefully you got to see these guys uh, while you were there. And um, without further ado, I've got Cody Eaton. He is from Hunt Electric. I think I said it all right. Uh, yes. <laughs> Passed my first test. Yeah. Um, and Cody's going to tell us about, uh, about Hunt and the things that would be helpful for us to know as counselors. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Thank you uh, for the invitation. This is really exciting to get to, to talk to you um, and then the broader group. Hopefully, um, some of those who may be listening, maybe I've met them over the years. We've spent a lot of time um, with high schools and even some junior highs over the last several years. Um, and it was all kind of born, you know, this effort of, of targeting schools um, from just the current status of where we are, where we are as a nation with regards to skilled tradespeople. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of scary, frankly, um, it's some crazy statistics that uh, I'll share with you. Um, yeah. The average age right now in the United States of a as journeyman electrician is 57 years old. And oh, really? uh, the last BLS Bureau of Labor statistic um, that we could actually find on it was um, produced back in 2014. Okay. And at the time, it was like 54.3. Um, so just guessing it's about 57 right now, because um, yeah. that's been several years ago, right? Yeah, uh, they do. They also give us a statistic that for every new apprentice that comes through an apprenticeship program in the electrical industry, three journeymen nationwide are retiring, which kind of um, mm-hmm. supports that age, you know, the yeah. uh, metric of 57 years old, right? They're all retiring. They're getting older. Yeah. And, and so, there's not new ones coming in, it sounds. There really isn't. No, yeah. no. I mean, it was kind of, the skilled trades were kind of forgotten about several yeah. I mean, decades ago, really. I remember coming through school and there was a heavy initiative of, you know, go to college and I get a degree and that's great advice. Uh, I went to college and uh, I dropped out. Like I, I, I hated it. So yeah. anyway, um, so that, you know, we don't need to go about through my war stories <laughs> in college, but uh, so we started putting this emphasis and focus on the next generation and trying to educate those out there uh, about the electrical industry, all that it offers, and that it could be a, a viable option for those, some of those folks after high school. Yeah. Um, but a little bit about Hunt Electric. Uh, we've been in business since 1986. We're a locally grown company. I mean, it really was one guy, Richard Hunt, cool. who started uh, working out of his garage. He had an F-150 and a black lab, <laughs> and uh, he really has grown this organization to where we have over uh, we're about 650 people strong now. Um, we have branch offices in St. George. We have one in uh, Littleton, which is just outside of Denver, the Denver metro area in Colorado. Cool. And uh, we're hoping to break ground in Boise, Idaho, hopefully in the next year or so. So uh, nice. I'm officially putting it out there that Home Electric yeah. is looking at the Boise market. Um, <laughs> That's right. So, you know, it's kind of organically grown. Uh, it started um, focused on electrical. Electrical, as you might historically think of electricians, uh, Richard Hunt is a journeyman electrician, but he grew uh, a lot of times out of the needs of our clients, uh, our organization where we have eight departments. And um, they're, we're probably the most diverse contractor in the state of Utah, uh, 
mm-hmm. for sure when it comes to electrical, but yeah. uh, even just in just contracting, we're super diverse. Cool. And really, it's kind of to create a turnkey solution for our customers where um, if you're a developer or a landowner or even you know you have a building, uh, Hunt Electric, we can come in and do the engineering on it because we have an engineering team, probably one of the largest in-house engineering teams in Utah. But a lot of people don't realize we're an engineering firm because we're kind of sheltered under that yeah. electric, electrical contractor umbrella. Sure. So our electrical engineers can do the uh, electrical uh, engineering on the design or the design, right? Yeah. And then we can have our low voltage team come in and do their scopes of work, the electrical teams, and even high voltage teams if needed uh, to do those scopes of work as well. And let me give you a little bit of context when I yeah. say low voltage electricians and high voltage from the state of Utah, they break it down into, and it's measured by voltages, voltages that you're exposed to. Okay. So zero to 50 volts, you don't have to be a, hold a license to, to install that type of technology. There's okay. really little risk to you or, or the end user who might be using it. Um, so okay. they don't regulate it. So we call that low voltage, zero to 50 volts. And those would be systems like, CCTV, security, building access, okay. Wi-Fi, things okay. like that. that yeah, that's low voltage. So we have, we have, yeah, we have a whole department that does that. It's called technology. Okay. Um, and then we have our electricians in the state of Utah allows them to work on the education that I received as an electrician is zero to 600 volts. Okay. So all the education and the, and the technology and the schooling was geared to zero to 600. And so when you hear journeyman electrician, that's their that's- field. That's, that's where they focus on. And that's everything traditional you can think of, lights, outlets, those things, right? Yeah, okay. And then we have our high voltage department. And those are the gentlemen and females that work on like transmission and distribution lines, Rocky Mountain Power type of stuff. Gotcha. And it can be upward of over 300,000 volts. Wow. They go through a similar four-year program, um, an apprenticeship and a journeyman you know, training program, uh, but it's all geared and in, in specialized to the voltages that they'll be exposed to or that they're going to be installing. Interesting. So we have engineering, low voltage, electrical, high voltage. Then we have a traffic department. So literally the traffic signals. I mean, you guys. Okay. Wow. I know. I know what school you're at. So you go up and down Mountain View Corridor. You go up and down Bangor. Yes. Uh, Our our company had those highways tore up for the last few years. So I apologize to everybody. (laughs) Hopefully you enjoy it now. It was a good change, I think. Hopefully you are definitely enjoying it now. Um, And then we have a sustainable energy. So that's everything renewable, EV, car chargers, stuff like that. Mining and industrial and infrastructure. And I feel like I'm forgetting one. So I hope hopefully nobody's like taking notes. Yeah. Well, super broad, super yeah. broad. Right? I mean, already I'm like, there is a lot more to this than I think any of us thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this industry is rather, um, rather broad and there's a lot of things that you can get into and, and get exposed to. Um, so yeah. there's a lot of career paths, you know, I'll, I'll be honest when I got into it. Um, so I'm a third generation electrician. My grandpa and dad are both journeyman electricians. And when I was coming through high school, I didn't really feel like it was an option for me. I didn't want to do I didn't think that I wanted to do electrical. I wanted to find my own path, right? As a rebellious 18 year old. (laughs) Right. uh, Sounds Yeah, literally. Yeah, typical, right? Pretty typical. (laughs) And then uh, when I was probably about 21, um, I was working on a job site doing something not electrical. And I ran into some electricians that were my age 
And I think I'd always associated electricians as being older because my dad and grandpa did it, right? And when sure. these guys were doing it, I was like, what are you doing? And they're like, we're doing electrical. And they explained it all to me. And literally, literally I lived at home with an electrician. Like, and like, these guys are <laughs> filling in the blanks, right? <laughs> Love and it. I was like, well, that sounds really cool. Like, I didn't realize that, you know, that was the path. And so it was yeah. just a few short weeks after that, I reached out to uh, the company that these guys were working for and they hired me on. And, and you yeah. know, it's been, the rest is history. But that's cool. Uh, that, as an example, though, um, getting into this industry and coming up through, I didn't even then understand the opportunities that were out there for, for people in this you know, industry to grow. Now I oversee operations, right? And, uh, and of a very broad multi-million dollar company, you know, when I first started strapping on my tool bags, I didn't realize it would get to this point. And, sure. um, and there's still a bright future ahead of me. And, and a lot of my colleagues, they all come through the same path. Our, our president, uh, Troy, uh, journeyman electrician, came through the trade. And Very like I said, cool. our founder and CEO are, are all journeyman electricians. So I joke all the time. One of the beauty, beautiful things of working for an electric is it's ran by electricians. Yeah. So they, they, they've walked the walk, right? They they've been it. in the trenches. One of the challenges of working <laughs> for Hood Electric is it's ran by electricians. Right? So it's, like, it's, a, it's a beauty, a blessing and a curse, right? Totally, but, totally get but, that. Uh, I think let me talk, can relate to that for sure. I'm sure, right? I'm sure. Right? <laughs> but I'll, I'll walk just briefly through kind of um, how the state views and what the requirements are from the state's perspective. That'd be awesome. I as regards that. to electrical. Um, you know, apprenticeship is nothing new. Apprenticeship's yeah. been around for tens, you know, tens of thousands of years. I mean, think of it as a very root level. <laughs> right. It really know, has. A, a, yeah. Blacksmith didn't just, wasn't born a blacksmith. He learned from somebody who was a blacksmith. Exactly. Right. And, yep. you know, uh, think about cooking. We learn from somebody who's a chef. And, and that's one thing I love about just an apprenticeship at its, at its core and what it is, is just you're learning from somebody else who's done it. Right. And yeah. And uh, so it's nothing new. Hunt, I wish Hunt Electric created apprenticeships, but we didn't, right? Um, <laughs> right. But you know, you about 50, that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure, right? Yeah, yeah we, we did that. That's us. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, about 50 years ago or so, okay. um, maybe a little bit longer, it got to be a little bit more formalized and, and the state got involved, and especially with electrical. Yeah. Um, there are, I think, over 3,000 or so regulated industries in the state of Utah that doppel. Um, and I'm sure it's, I don't, I don't know if teachers have to register with Doppel as a profession. We have um, our own licensing. Do you? Uh-huh. Entity of some sort yep. where you mm-hmm. have to, mm-hmm. you probably have to do a continuing education or yep. something like that. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. We do as well. And, 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 and it's all regulated by Doppel, but they realize that, Hey, it's electricity. There's inherent risk to electricity. We need to put some yep. rules in place, at least some general guidelines. Um, yep. I'll tell you just briefly for context, like the state of Arizona doesn't have a, a licensing body. It's not regulated. So in, in Arizona, you could just go to work for an electrical contractor for 10 years and, and say, I'm a journeyman. Yeah. And, and there's no metric behind that. There's a measurement. It's just your uh, validation of yourself and your experience. <laughs> they just have to um, ex- accept you at your word, basically. Kinda, yeah. And literally if, if somebody transfers from Arizona to Utah and says yeah. they're a journeyman, well, we have a regulation, you know, a body that regulates it. Yeah. And it's just really complicated to move to change markets like that. Sure. So Doppel um, in the state of Utah, they have two requirements uh, that you have to, have to satisfy to be able to qualify to take your journeyman's exam. One of those is 8,000 hours of on the job training. 
And those 8,000 hours are basically you coming to work for a contractor, somebody who's in a licensed electrical contractor. It's your day job. It's Monday through yeah. Friday, yeah, 7 a.m. to 3.30 in the afternoon, 40 hours a week, 2,080 hours a year, right? So that's yep. a four-year on-the-job training okay. program. Yeah, I was doing the math in my head. That's like, what, four years? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the beauty of that, though, is it's paid. Your apprenticeship is fully paid, right? Yeah. Um, generally speaking, they start around 16 to 18 bucks an hour, no experience. It, we would encourage that they don't have experience when they come here because we would like to teach them our way of doing things, right? Yeah. Versus Makes versus your uncle Eddie who taught you electrical, right? <laughs> and you gotta we like would, unlearn. <laughs> yeah, let's let's break the bad habits, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so um fully paid for the four years, right? And and along yeah. that, it's it's like an education with the dental plan because you get 401k and vacation and all the things yeah. that come with full-time employment, right? So sure. Very when cool. you get out of high school, you need these things. So yes. that's requirement number one, 8,000 hours on the job training. The other requirement is 576 hours at one of the colleges, whether it's Davis, Amtech, Slick, um, and that's 576 physical classroom seat time hours. Yeah. Those are broken up over the course of eight semesters. So it's about 80 hours a semester on average. So, um, and those classes are generally at night, um, two days a week. So you'd go to school. So you'd work during the day, um, and, then go to class. An hour a day and then twice a week at night, you'd go to class for about two and a half hours per night, five hours per week. Um, doable. Very doable. We are adopting something new um, that uh, is actually it's brand new to Hunt Electric. And you guys are probably one of the first ones to hear Ooh. it. But we are now, we're, yeah, exactly. Bulletin. <laughs> but, uh, Bullet, yeah, we're, we're adopting a program where our apprentices now, um, beginning this fall, so fall semester uh -huh. 2022, our apprentices will go to school during the day. So they'll get their 80 hours of college training in two 40-hour work weeks back to back. So wow. they'll literally come, come off of the job site and spend two weeks um, with a uh, a third party educator who we partnered with to provide the training mm -hmm. uh, and it's all state approved, right? Cause it's gotta be state approved to mm -hmm. be able to take that journeyman's exam, but um, they won't have to go to school at night. So a lot of our apprentices are super pumped about it, right? If you, if you have a, a you know, small family at home, it's hard to yes. leave at seven o'clock at night to go to school. So we're pretty <laughs> pumped about that. That's, that'll be fall of this year. So flash oh, news, news bullets in across for everybody, but yes. uh, so anyway, those are the two requirements, eight, eight, uh, eight semesters at the college and four years of on-the-job training. Once you've satisfied the, those two things, you can then qualify to go take your journeyman's exam. I should say, though, those eight uh, college classes, those are five credit hour courses. Oh, so wow. You get their college, they're bona fide college classes. You get college credit. You don't have to have a degree to be a journeyman electrician. Um, it's great if you do, right? But you know, it's not required. Right. So those those 40 credit hours, those eight courses are specific electrical study. They don't have to do gen ed necessarily yeah. uh, to become a journeyman. Now, if they do. Right. And it's only 23 additional credits of gen ed and they would get an associate's degree, which would be awesome. It would just yeah. help build their career faster, especially if they wanted to you know, become a journeyman, then move into engineering or project yeah. management or something. Having a degree will support their growth further on, right? Within, even um, within the company. Yeah. That makes absolutely. Sense. I mean, we've had several of our guys become journeymen, then they go back to school, get a construction management degree. Some have transitioned into engineering yeah. um, and they just stack on top, right? Yeah, um, right. A lot of them, I'll say the bulk of them get to journeyman and that was the goal and that's where they stay. Great. Uh, and that's okay. I mean, that, that's where I went. And yeah. And, I did okay, right? And yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that, but the few, but you can go further certainly if you yeah. would like to. 
um, another nice thing too, these young folks that are coming into it and they don't, I guess have to be young folks. They can be any age, but um, they get paid advancements every semester they complete. So, you know, if you start at 16 or 18 bucks an hour over the course of those eight semesters, you'll finish your schooling at about 32 ish bucks an hour. And then you go take a journeyman's exam and then you'll move up to journeyman rate. So, I mean, really you can go from, let's just say 16 to 32 in the course of like four years. Yeah. And then pass that test and then you become journeyman level and make journeyman rate, which is, which is awesome. But the future, he looks even better, you know, use the supply demand factor that we learned in econ 101, where at the average age, right, it's 57, Uh the supply of those guys are going down, the demand's going up. And we've, we've seen that in the last few years where that journeyman rate at every year, sometimes we moved it twice a year. I mean, it's just going up and up and up. Right. And, uh, the future looks to continue to do that, especially for our market here in Utah. We live in this beautiful little economic bubble yeah. that somewhat is sheltered from the storm, the economic storm throughout the greater, you know, I agree. United States. So we're pretty blessed to, to yeah. work and live here in this market. And I think everybody else is catching on board because everybody's sure. moving here, right? Well, <laughs> and yeah. unfortunately, they're, they're not yeah. all electricians. I wish they were. But <laughs> yeah, not, right. You know. but, but even just... Um, you know, going from like $16 an hour to 32 an hour, how many jobs do you know of where you double your pay yeah, that's a um, point. within like four years? Like there are not many that have yeah. that, like that is a huge increase just by yeah. being in there and learning and increasing certainly. your education, you know? Yeah, so. Certainly. And, and we pay hundred percent of their school. Um, so, so those 40, top of that. Yeah. yeah, those 40 credits, um, yeah. because ultimately we're going to get a journeyman electrician out of it. Right. So it's yeah. a win for the organization and, and to help them grow. And uh, so literally they can get 40 credits, a college credit paid for um, coming through an apprenticeship program. I ideally what I would love to see, this is just my own, the, the, the wonderful world of Cody, if I could build my own world. Yeah, I want to hear it. And I'm just, since I have a soapbox right now, I'm going to jump on that, but I would love to see like from a, from a fundamental, um, either educational or just a cultural thing in the United States where somebody who's 18 years old, I would love to see them not necessarily mandate because you can't mandate anything. Right. But encourage that those young individuals go spend two to four years, either serving your country, your faith, or, or get a skill yeah. Um, go through an apprenticeship program before you select a program in college, right? Yeah. And, and the reason the reason for that is, you know, how many times do people change their major in college? My wife changed it three or four times oh, and she came same. through. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's just a product of being so young and we don't really know what we want to do yet. And right. if, if a person could become a journeyman or an electrician or a plumber, mm-hmm. they finish the program, they're going to make about $80,000 as soon as they finish their training, right? And become a, yep. a journeyman. Then they're 22. You're still young. You've got yeah. 40 credits. You've seen the world a little bit now because you've been out in the workforce. Now, maybe a degreed program, you might have a more specific interest at that yeah. point, right? Absolutely. Take those 40 credits. You're, you can pay the bills. You can pay the rent because you're making good money. Exactly. And then, then continue your schooling. And I think we'd see people changing their majors less, yeah. right? We'd probably see less college dropout like myself, right? Included. Yeah. Um, that's just, if I could implement anything, when I run for president of the United States in a few years, that's going to be my number, that'll be my number one initiative. Yeah. Well, uh, I think you're hitting on some things that I think are really, really pertinent. And like, one of the things that I like about even, um, from a school counseling lens, we've really shifted to 
um, we have this motto of one, two, four, or more. And so college is anything, any education yeah. you're doing after high school. So I would counter that. I actually don't think you are a college dropout because you did. <laughs> Thank you. You did pursue this career yeah. as a journeyman and that is college in our eyes, you yeah. know? And, and I think too many times we do put college in that box of like, it's just university and, and it really isn't. And, and, and that setting isn't for everybody and, and really not even what we need as a society either. We need some, you know, and, and um, so I think, I think you're just echoing what we've been preaching and what we believe. Um, And and I think it's good for us to hear that too. And um, that's what I think is really, what's really cool about this conversation is just to hear that and to hear the reality of that and like what it can actually look like for a lot of our students too. Yeah, agree. Well put. I mean, you said a very, you articulated that very well. And I have seen um, a huge shift, frankly, um, from the, the, whether it's the secondary level or even in junior high, where there's a huge promotion going on where you guys are promoting apprenticeships like crazy. And you have been for the last you know, several years and, yeah. and that's music to our ears. Right. And that's all I think we, we really want to do is just get the information out there to the, yeah. to that next generation that are coming into the workforce and, and let just let them make up their mind. Right. Yeah. It's getting it all out there. It's like, Hey, there's this path, this path, this path. And I totally 110% agree that you need two. what was that? One, two, four or more. Yeah. One, two, four or more. <laughs> you need something after high something. school, right? Something. Right. So yep. Yeah, it's giving them all it, those options are yeah. fantastic. The, so. more, uh, the more skilled you become at something, right? You get paid more, yeah. but um, sure. but that can look like so many different things. And it's not indeed. necessarily a four-year university for everybody, you know? Yeah, indeed. Let me give you one more little nugget um, yeah. that might be good for your counselors to know. And this this really applies to the high school age children or students. What do you call them? I call everybody kids now. Get to that age. <laughs> you can say kids, students, the students, children, the whatever. High age students. Um, <laughs> we do do a summer internship and it's been rather successful for us where those people that are those students in between their junior and senior year, uh, 17 years old, they can come in and work for us all summer. And it basically yeah. starts as soon as school wraps up in May or June, yep. they'll come to work. They'll work 40 hours a week all, all summer uh, and then their internship will conclude at the end of summer when they go back to school. And uh, I want to say it's 16. Well, it was like 14 bucks an hour, but I think they moved it up to 16 for the wow. internship. So it's paid. They'll actually get to experience um, kind of the corporate world, right? They'll, yeah. uh, they get the four, they'll, they're full-time employees. So they get like the 4th of July is a paid holiday. So yeah. they'll get to take that off and experience that. There's little breakfasts on lunch or excuse me, on Fridays at the office that they'll just kind of get immersed in it. Yeah. Um, If those interns do well, um, they are guaranteed a job the following spring when they graduate high school, whether we're hiring or not. And we have several, uh, I'll call them young folks that work for us that did that. They did the internship and they came back to, to work uh, that spring, that next spring in June, as soon as they graduated and several of them now, uh, I, you know, looking kind of out my window because yeah. I see them drive by in company trucks now, right? And they're 23 and they're rocking a company truck oh, and cool. buying condos and just <laughs> yes. doing all the stuff I didn't do at 23, yeah. right? So uh-huh. <laughs> it's really exciting to see them grow and, and actually hold down a job in a profession and they're just killing it. And it's really, really exciting. So summer internships yeah. is definitely a good opportunity for those to just to get exposed to 
the industry, the people, yeah. some of the technology. We do that internship uh, on our campus that are not actually out on a job site, uh, mm -hmm. mostly because there's insurance rules because they're sure. 17. Um, so they're in a really controlled environment, but not, nothing else. They get their feet wet. And they, at the end of summer, they may go, I hated that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And that's perfect. They, they made they, they, good money and learned something cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they've learned what they don't want to do. And that helps, right? Um, yes. <laughs> but they may go, hey, I might give that a shot. So um, just putting it out there, right? It's a, and they can reach out on our website. Okay. There's a lot of contact information. Um, Chris Olson is our corporate recruiter. He handles a lot of the onboarding and interviews and recruiting and and uh, so either Chris Olson or Tyler Stigley, you'll find them all on our website. Okay. What is your website? That is one thing I wanted to make sure I asked. Yeah. Great question. Huntelectric.com. Huntelectric.com. Yeah, Pretty easy. Okay. okay, great. And we're also like our marketing team puts us all over social media. So if you ever want some exposure to the projects we're doing or some of the people that work here, uh, certainly follow us. I know our marketing people love it when cool. just general industry people follow. So awesome. you can find oh. us. I will put those all um, in our show notes too. So people can follow and, and check out your website too. So. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, I, this sounds so, so amazing. So many cool things. So I'm hearing that one of the kind of first next steps for students is that internship option. Mm -hmm. um, what would be, I'm kind of thinking, you know, I'm in a middle school and if I've got mm -hmm. that kid, that's like, no, I really like, I'm really interested in this. What would you say would be good advice I could give or good direction I could give to help keep them interested? And like, this is a yeah. really cool option. Don't let this go. Check this out. You know, what would you kind of, um, if you could be in my shoes with that student, yeah. what would you say? You know, promoting anything that's kind of a hands-on um, activity, right? Because most electricians are hands-on learners. That's why they do what they do. The, the traditional academic setting it just doesn't really uh, appeal to them. So anything that's hands-on, you know, anything that is engaging where, may, and I don't know if it's YouTube now with the next generation where they literally are, are breaking things down and putting them back together. Yeah. I find myself, that's what I follow on YouTube now because I just think it's just entertaining. Yeah. It's yeah. just <laughs> interesting, right? But, uh -huh. uh, and then, oh, you know, we would be glad to just show them around if they wanted to come by with okay. a parent uh, or, or even a counselors and do a little tour. We can just okay. kind of show them the landscape. I think there's a little bit of a misconception when you say electrical contractor, you think construction and that's what it is. Yeah. But I mean, we have a campus of three buildings and <laughs> the technology that's around here. Like a lot of people are like, whoa, I didn't realize that was an electrical construction company. Like yeah. it's pretty state of the art. And uh and we have some little gizmos that uh, um, some training mechanisms where people can put their hands on stuff and make lights come on and, and just so we could kind of expose yeah. them to it that way. Um, I love that. But just tell them with their dad's permission to go tear the lawnmower apart and yeah. then put it back together. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. those are the ones those are the ones who do well. Those ones just have yes. the curious mind and they want to yeah. see how things work and they want to figure you know, it out. Mm hmm. Yeah, you know, I, with my own kids, I'd go out in the garage and there's a pile of parts laying there. And on one hand, I wanted to kill them. But on the other hand, I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now we need to Google YouTube how to put this back together. Right. So right. anyway, that's, I don't, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know if I answered your question very well, because I don't usually hang around, you know, those junior yeah. high tech. Yeah. Age children, but 
No, I Something think along those lines. Yeah, I think encouraging that like hands-on experience and just investigating and exploring and um, trying yeah. to figure things out. You know, there's definitely avenues and outlets for that. But you also mentioned something else too, because you know, a lot of times we will do like college tours, and there are even schools doing like career tours. And so mm-hmm. even just saying that, you know you guys would be a great option for people to look at if they're putting a, a group of kids together to go check out different careers, because I yeah, think it, that's part of it is it's not just going and like um, making a light switch. There yeah. is all this stuff that's considered right. electrical, you know, you know, when the younger they are, um, we try to gear our presentations or that interaction more to a hands-on science, kind of a weird science project kind yeah. of thing making light bulbs turn on without any wires and just doing that abstract type activity. Uh, when it's with the high school age per people, we generally try to really talk about the career opportunities and the yeah. potential and what it takes and the benefits and so on. So um, yeah, we, we'd love to host some, some young ones, you know, we will awesome. probably capture about 10% of the attention, but that's okay. 10% is a good number. <laughs> Absolutely. You, you got like it. two minutes really. And then, you yeah, know, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah, I totally understand the audience. Yeah. It's like most of our employees, you know, we got this, like right. two minutes. I was going to say adults are the same exact way. Yeah, so, totally. You know? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, well, I, I think this sounds really awesome. Um, I have, uh, I have one, well, two more questions. Um, one, what my first one is what futuristic trends are you seeing? Like, what do you kind of feel like is sort of that next, um, thing for your industry that you're just sort of picking up on you know there's one right now that we're we're uh it's actually kind of out there but it's really really expensive and it's called power over ethernet and Mm. at a a high level what it is is so if you look above you right now the light fixture above your head Mm -hmm. is probably running on 277 volts and that light bulb probably draws maybe 30 to 60 watts because it's probably fluorescent. If it was yep. LED, it'd be a little bit less, um, but it's probably fluorescent. So there's a technology that right now, this power over Ethernet, where they can run, they've gotten LEDs so efficient that they don't need 277 volts to run them anymore. They can literally run those on 24 volts. So oh, now you're using a, a low voltage system. Remember that zero to 50 yeah. is low voltage? Now you're using a low voltage system and you're literally literally running like an ethernet cable, like one that goes to your computer to each individual light fixture. And so not only are you doing a huge power savings, you can also, they almost, the light fixtures almost act like their own little computers. So at your workstation or whatever it is that's controlling a light fixture, you could make that light over there do something like yeah. beat to the music of some Michael Jackson like, or something. Right, and that light right. over there, you can, yeah, you can turn it off. <laughs> that one over there, you can turn down. My so yoga lights. Can, like <laughs> Yes, yes. They're individually programmable yeah. through this Ethernet cable, which is incredible. So it's out there. Part of our office is actually wired that way. We did it um, when we did a build out, but it's really expensive. Like anything that hits the market, yeah. it's, it's really expensive for a while until, you know, that comes down. Sure. The other thing is uh, sustainable energy with you've listened to the administration and some of their goals about mm-hmm. uh, electrical cars or, you know, by 2035. And frankly, the infrastructure in the United States can't handle that yeah. many electrical, uh, electrical or yeah. EVs, yeah. you know, electric cars. 
It's so true. there's going to be a massive effort of getting uh, infrastructure or a grid in place so that when we all roll over to these EVs, we actually have a place to charge them, right? Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, <laughs> and if it's not convenient, uh-huh. yeah, Americans don't like it if it's not convenient, right? And so yep. we need to have car charging stations everywhere. And so that that's something we're really paying close uh, attention to um, because it's definitely going to hit and uh, yeah. might be a good business sector for us to be in. You know? Definitely, for yeah. sure. Oh, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad I asked that because that's, um, that's really, really interesting. Um, I guess my last thought is just, is there anything else we didn't get to talk about that you want to make sure that we, um, you know, you have your soapbox moment. So yeah, here it is. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know, uh, I think, I hope I covered, I mean, I was drinking from the fire hose, right? It was a lot of information and it was uh, wonderful though. I, I learned a lot and I, I think our counselors are going to love it. So it's, it's an exciting industry. And I'll tell you for anybody who at the end of the day, likes to look at something that some, something material that you can see that your hard work, yeah. you know, provided or, or was able to produce, yeah. uh, you know, my wife, she gets so frustrated because we'll drive by someplace and bef- now she, before I can say it, she'll be like, Hey, you wired that place. And I'm like, I know I wired that building. <laughs> Look it's like, that. it's like 12 years ago and it's still there. And she's like, yeah, you've told me that like 500 times. I'm like, I don't care. It, I'm super proud of the work that we do. And, yes. and when you drive home and you can see it in your rearview mirror, it is yeah. so rewarding. It, it, may, it may be intrinsic, but it's rewarding. And, uh, and I'll tell you, that's one of the challenges I have now, just as uh, I have a definitely more office type position. Yeah. And you guys probably feel this too. You work your guts out, sun up to sun down, and you go home and you're like, what did I even do today? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I'm, I'm beat. I, I can't, I'm done. Yeah. And, but, but it's, it's hard. I mean, you see the rewards yeah. in the counseling, you guys see those, but they're hard, right? They're hard yeah. to find sometimes. And, yeah. but with, when you're doing, when you're building something and you're using your hands and there's something standing there, it's, it's so cool. What a, just yeah. a cool experience. So, Absolutely. um, Anyway, I, I would say that's probably about it. It's just an exciting, fun industry to be a part of. Definitely. Well, I think um, you've definitely taught me a lot. I, I kind of try to serve as the avatar for school counselors yeah. and ask questions that anyone might be wondering, but I, I feel like I've definitely learned a lot. And um, there's a lot of times I'm like, oh man, I wonder if I would have done that if I had <laughs> like had these yeah. opportunities. Yeah, and, for sure. This conversation was just another time where I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. I probably would have really liked that too. <laughs> Frankly, I would I would love to see more girls in the trade. You know, yeah. that's one thing we didn't touch on. I mean, nationally, yeah. I think it's less than 5% of our trade or our, our industry is female. Yeah. And, uh, and I get why, right? I mean, some yeah. construction environments generally aren't too hospitable, but I will tell you this, yeah. they have gotten better. Yeah. You know, 25 years ago, it was a pretty rough neck group of people. Uh, 25 years ago, Hunt Electric didn't have an HR department. Now yeah. we have a team of five people <laughs> yeah. in our HR team, right? And so yeah. you have to toe the line. Those those old school antics are kind of gone. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, so, so it is definitely a place that uh, um, girls can certainly participate and they yeah. keep their pace with the guys. We do have several girls that work here and they are sharp. They are, they're a great uh, addition to the team. And yeah. uh, I tease the guys all the time. I'm like, I think the girls are a little smarter, frankly. Than the guys. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, yeah, I got to yeah. be careful because I don't want to yeah. take yeah. each other. Again, you know? <laughs> right. This is a safe space, you guys. Yeah. So. Well, I think anyway. too, there's something to be said, you know, um, and just sort of challenging those old ways of thought where it's like, 
you know, only boys do that or only girls do this, but it's like, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, things like this are kind of just good for everyone to know or have a basic understanding. You may be living solo and you need to know how to, you know, maybe relight something or, you know, I I think, um, I I think that's, what's cool is that it is sort of shifting and we're that that you can see that that's being challenged in lots of different ways. So look at the disparity between male and female wages, right? I mean, that's a real thing. Yep. There is, there is, I think, a gender bias um, in our country. But the, the awesome thing with, with electrical or any trade really is you're paid based on your education. Yeah. So it's completely unbiased. Right? If you're a journeyman, you're a journeyman, period. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't, I mean, I know that that's out there, but it doesn't really exist too much in our world. Yeah. Uh, we're all kind of paid equally that way. Yeah. So that's kind of a good thing. But. I think that's a great thing and definitely, definitely adds value to that. So yeah. I didn't think we'd get into that, but <laughs> hey, you've opened you Pandora's box. Here we go. <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hillary, you've been a great host. This is actually kind of fun. Well, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to jump on here today. Thank you so much. You've been a great guest. And um, we just we're thankful for getting to see you. And I hope that uh, you had a great time at our conference too, because I think this will air after that, but hopefully okay. you get to see, uh, quite a few people. So that's awesome. I'm okay. pumped. All I'm right. Excited. Yeah. Okay. Thanks again for hopping on. Talk to yeah, you later. Thank you. Okay, okay. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email the sounding board at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselor Association. USCA members also receive bi-monthly newsletters to stay up to date on current Utah School Counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UT School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselor Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go. Let's go.